I go Where the fire serve cold With the wolves and the hawks Never shiver in the snow The bulls keep it running The socks run the south The cubs run the north But the bears run the house Two Chicago sports fans Got their ears to the street Any team make a move And they never skip a beat And in this house This is where we be Welcome to the show With E-Rock and Big Z Welcome, 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 welcome to Chicago, coming to you live from the True Chicago Sports Fan Cave. This is the TCSF Podcast, Bears Post Game with E-Rock and Big Z. We're brought to you by 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, ACSI, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF Podcast t-shirt. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TrueFan15 for 15% off your entire order. That is TrueFan15. Go and get your official TCSF shirts now. <laughs> As always, I'm Big Z and I'm here with my boy, my the man, the myth, the legend, E-Rock. What up, E? What's up, Z? What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the show. If you're a first-timer or a long-timer, please remember to hit that subscribe button, that notify button, and go ahead and give us a review on your listening app of choice. And don't forget, you can support the show with a monthly subscription at anchor.fm slash truechicagosportsman. Head on over there, and you can be a subscriber for as low as 99 cents a month. We are here live on Facebook after a very exciting Bears victory over the Detroit Lions. But before we get too deep into the show, let me tell you about a great opportunity with our friends over at ACSI. With over 50 expert technicians in the Chicagoland area, ACSI offers a one-stop shop for telecom wiring. Whether residential cable installation, fiber to the home, or commercial structured cable wiring, ACSI is a proud partner of both Comcast and RCN. Guys, let me tell you the most impressive thing about ACSI. During these hard times, the ACSI crew did their thing, did their thing during the COVID-19 pandemic, and ACSI was awarded HACIA's 2020 Contractor of the Year Award. The best part is that ACSI is growing bigger and better than ever. ACSI is now hiring for field sales technicians and project managers. Check out ACSI.tech, that's ACSI.tech, and click on Careers to Apply Today. Go get you a job. All right, y'all, let's talk some Bears football, baby. There it is, man. Right. Victory, hey, victory. Bears, victory, finally, we Justin Fields coming out playing really well. Uh, a heavy dose of David Montgomery to start the first drive of the game. The Bears drive down 75 yards and take a 7-0 lead on a four-yard rushing touchdown by Monty. And we also saw Fields with a really great pass down to Moody in that first drive. And, and the big hope is that we're going to be seeing this combo for a long time to come. Yeah, the, the Bears looked actually like a decent NFL team. Looked like they they belong and should not be regulated to uh, playing Pee Wee football. They actually had an offensive line that held up most of the game. You had a running game that dominated the field, and that opened up everything up for Justin Fields. So, absolutely, we've been saying yeah, this I mean, for about a year and a half. Yeah, I mean the the Bears went on. They they scored a, a touchdown in the second as well. 
Um, you know, shout out to our boy, our boy Berto for recognizing early on that Nagy wasn't playing the uh, calling the plays, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, defense definitely getting penetration. But, you know, uh, Goff, he was mobile enough to get out of uh, some of the, the move. Uh, some of the pockets collapsing. Uh, you know, Detroit drove into the red zone. Uh, Deion Bush nearly had an interception, but they they called uh, they called an incomplete pass right. uh, because he dropped the ball. Nagy actually challenged that, and then uh, you know they lost that challenge. But uh, but then you know as as we as we um, continue, we saw the Bears actually recover a bad snap uh, off of the uh, um, the Lions and take the ball over deep in their own territory. But then Justin Fields had that really nice deep pass over to Mooney, and it was like that super clean pass. It was very very much so a sign of things to come with Fields going over to Mooney. And uh, you look, he started the game four for four with 93 yards. The look for for uh, Justin Fields to throw to Mooney a lot more. It looks like that's his favorite receiver. Um, and that's yeah. going to be important in the A-Rob saga that's going to go on at the end of the yeah. year. So if they move on from A-Rob, they're going to say, okay, Mooney, Mooney, you slide over to the number one slot, and maybe they pick up somebody in free agency to uh, supplement all the, uh, the the void that's left over by Mooney in that slot. Um, Justin Fields with 11 for 17 with 209 yards. That interception was, was a tip. wasn't really his fault. Uh, you have Montgomery right. with 23 uh, carries uh, for 106 yards, and it would have been a lot more if he had not got hurt. He had two touchdowns. Well, the thing is, is that, you know, he had that first rushing touchdown in the beginning of the game, and then he did have a second touch, uh, rushing touchdown to start the second quarter. Um, and then, you know, the, the Lions got the ball back. They drove it a bit deep into Bears territory, but the Bears tipped that pass that uh, Golf had on fourth down. They got that turnover on downs. Um, so, I mean, like, the it was an interesting to see – how aggressive the, the Bears defense was again against the Lions, uh, kind of picking off where they played for the last couple of weeks. Uh, we saw a couple of punts there. You know, um, the Lions did were able to march down the field over and over again, but the Bears defense came up huge time and time again. Uh, one play where Quinn forced Goff to fumble and then Mac with the recovery, and then he tossed it over to uh, yeah, Eddie Jackson. And, and he was, it was called an illegal forward pass, but uh, you know, the Bears took over from the 23. And one impressive thing that I did see um, from Fields, you know, his, his his stats weren't eye-popping, but that was one play where you knew for sure that if it was Trubisky, he would have got lit up. <laughs> like, Fields went out of a for-sure sack. That was a sick spin. That was a sick-ass spin. I mean, like, it was – and he was so – it was right on time, but the problem is, is that he, he managed to get the throw off and Cole Komet tripped over his own feet and he missed no, the he, what, No, what he did was he pushed off. He pushed yeah. off the he pushed off the he, defender he and then fell down and tried to get the, the pass interference. Yeah, yeah. Look, he he should have caught that ball. Period. He should have caught that ball. To, this is what drives me nuts is that sometimes you see him going over this nonsense play and, and hey, go after the ball. Don't worry about your stupid uh, pass interference. Try to catch that ball because if he would caught that ball, that would have been a completion. Well, if he did not push oh. off, he could have just ran ran across the uh, the field and caught it. I mean, that's the biggest exactly. thing. Exactly. So I mean, you know, unfortunately on that on that drive there was a tip pass. Uh, that was the Justin Fields interception that we were just talking about. Right. It was a weird right. tip, and uh, that, so it wasn't really a true interception. But one thing that's really impressive to me about Justin Fields is literally the speed of his throws. Because that one throw that he did throw down to Mooney uh, early uh, early on when we saw him running down uh, Mooney running down the sideline, that ball came out so fast it looked like a baseball pitch. And you could see that on the interception, he threw it so hard that it got tipped up so far in the area. It was just a, you know, it was just a gimme ball at that point. Yeah, you can really see his skills being uh, presented to to the whole yes. NFL at this point because you see him throwing down the field with ease. He, it looks like he's just 
right. tossing it. He's not throwing really hard. It's just the way he he can throw. And he's got pinpoint yeah. accuracy to drop it on a dime yeah. right to Mooney on the between the defender and the uh, and the sideline. That's the only place he can catch it. You know, the, the only place that, that, that he's going to be able to catch it is right there. And the defender right. had no chance. That's stuff that we would see with other quarterbacks when they would play against us. And now we're able to do it against them. So this is a good sign, great encouragement. Uh, a big shout out to the defense. They yeah, showed up. Yeah, yeah. They showed up. Yeah, Alec yeah. Ogletree with, with 10 tackles and, and two assists. You had uh, Roquan Smith with a sack, Quinn with a sack, Gibson with a sack. Uh, Mac with a sack, yeah. and what we did Gibson see with his first career sack, right? Evan Gibson with his first career sack, right? And what we did see was they were actually blitzing stuff that we have not seen yeah. in years. There was actual blitz packages that that were sent out to say we're going to take care of this guy. So yeah, I mean it, it was it was nice to see the Bears actually play ahead. They went up in the half uh, fourteen nothing. The first possession of the second half, though, it had me searching for Allen Robinson because I had only seen Mooney. He was the main target for Fields. Yeah, and then literally chat. right now, I set the chat right on cue. A-Rob yep. had a snatch for a 32-yard pass down the field. So, um, again, you know, like I said, he, you see Fields throw that ball. It's a super quick pass. It's almost like a football throw in the way or a baseball uh, pitch, right. the way that it gets out of there. And then on the very next play after that long uh, pass down to, uh, um, to Mooney, Damian Williams runs it over for another uh, Bears rushing touchdown. So at this point, we're up 21 to nothing. Um, you know, look, I think that um, what we saw last year out of the running attack, we always we were sitting there always left wanting more. And uh, unfortunately, we know that Cohen is still injured and we don't know when he's coming back. Right. Patterson is no longer on the team. He's in Atlanta and he's actually doing okay down there. I mean, mm-hmm. he's racking up a lot of fantasy. Um, but I think that, you know, the fact that we have a guy like Damian Williams, a guy from Kansas City that we know that uh, Matt Neg knows really well, knows his capabilities, and uh, actually had the game, I'm going to say he had the game-winning run uh, when the, the Chiefs won that Super Bowl a couple years ago. So, you know, you talked a little bit about the defense, and Khalil Mack, again, with his fourth sack of the season to end the Lions' first drive in the second half. Um, it's been impressive between what we've seen from Mack what we saw from Robert Quinn. I don't know if Quinn got inspired by what his sister did in the Olympics, but he has definitely, definitely stepped up this season, and we're seeing a lot more of him. That We're seeing really what we expected to see of him when we came over as a free agent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, definitely the defense has stepped up, and it's it's big that Quinn has been playing very well. Ogletree has been playing very well. I mean, obviously we know that, uh, um, that uh, Mac and... Um, Roquan Swift are going to be the defensive leaders, but it's nice yeah. to see Gibson. It's nice to see Shelley, and it's nice to see uh, who's yeah. the other uh, Jalen Johnson play well. Yeah. There was a couple games Jaylen that Johnson stepped up. Yeah, definitely stepped up. And there's been a couple times where there's been miscommunication, and that's when they scored that touchdown. In you know, it was like a thirty yard pass or whatever it was. But I mean, that's going to happen in an NFL game as long as it doesn't become a habit and they can clean that up. I think going forward more of these games that we're playing against especially because next week is uh going to be against the Vegas Raiders and then they got I think um who they got Tampa they got Green Bay they got a bunch of uh really good teams that they're going to be playing um and these errors these simple errors are not going to be something that uh that the Bears can allow because they can't play catch up um well I think the thing is is that after a game like we saw last week where it was just such a bad failure I mean we see now 
this I think this is the exact reason why the Bears were waiting for Fields to start to start against the Detroit Lions because they felt like he would have the most success. But I also think that him playing last week um, actually gave him some of that more of a chip on his shoulder, like he doesn't have one already. Right. But you know, it gave him more of a chip on his shoulder. Now he, we saw him doing the rookie mistakes. I mean, he kind of had that like funny little pass that that he tried to like toss over when he felt some pressure. And you can kind of see him holding onto the ball a little bit long when the pocket does kind of collapse. But he is standing in there strong, and he's trusting this very suspect O-line to keep him up. All right. Well, the one it, thing I will say about this O-line is that they have been blocking for the running game. And the running game has actually been one of the most impressive things about this team. So if we can continue with this running attack. Now, again, you know, David Montgomery, he had a great game today. 23 carries, 106 yards, two touchdowns, but he did have that knee injury, and it was bad enough that the broadcast did not show us the knee injury. They said it was too gross to go on Yeah, TV. they said too gross, yeah. Concern. But the ways that they've been using the rushing attack and the ways that the defense has played so far this year, if we can show, we can see big improvement from Justin Fields this year, I mean, I I feel good about everything going forward. And this right here, this is the reason why I didn't panic last week. Yeah, I was pissed, but mm-hmm. I don't panic. You always have next week. Let's see what happens. you got to have a short memory, man. You do have to have a short memory in the NFL because, you know, these weeks go really, really fast. And then um, it's always the next man up. And right now, Dave Montgomery, yeah. he's going to be out for some time. We don't know the extent of the injury yet. And once we know, we'll, we'll put it yeah. on the page. Uh, but that's something that... It's going to be next man up. And the guy we have right behind Montgomery is a pretty good uh, running back. Correct. So, um, I, you know, now we need another man to step up under him for the change of change of pace back. Um, but again, that offensive line is blocking um, that offensive line. Just like last year, it's taking uh, some games to get used to some games to, get, you know, get the, uh, the grease, the wheels. Uh, per se to, to you know no more squeaking of those wheels because they're being greased and and now they they kind of see it and i think a lot of it has to do with the scheming and the play calling that was done by mr laser we saw the laser yeah. show yeah, we we did i mean uh you know like like Berto said we could, rec- <laughs> <laughs> we could recognize early on that uh that maggie was no longer calling the plays uh, let's do a quick uh, finish up this recap here. Uh, Detroit yeah. did finally get on the board with a Jared Goff uh, touchdown to Khalif Raymond with about three minutes left in the quarter. I mean, I'm sure some of us got a little bit uh, nervous. The Bears came back, put a field goal on the board. But then, uh, that that like I said, that that touchdown to Khalif Raymond, that was an eight-play, 75-yard scoring drive. So, um, you know, we saw them kind of with that Ben don't break mentality. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, they were playing a lot of cover, a lot of cover too. Very, uh, very uh, Lovey Smith esque uh, play out of the defense. You know they were they they kind of play better from ahead, obviously because they're not panicking. Um, but yeah, I mean, we like I said, we, we did see a couple of those rookie mistakes out of Justin Fields. He was fighting a sack and he lost the football. Um, somehow he came back to recover the ball in the backfield, and the Bears end up with a third and thirty-two from twenty-one yard line. Uh, Bears run a little screen pass to get a little bit more room for the punt with about eight minutes left in the game. Lions get the ball back, and Raymond, again, who seems to be the only player on this team uh, aside from Swift, uh, he had a nice little return, but Roquan Smith gets a sack on Jared uh, Goff in the first down. Um, Goff kept overthrowing these receivers, so I can see why they wanted to get him out of L.A. And, uh, you know, and even the funny thing is, is that the, the Lions had a free play because a Bears penalty, and they just 
completely like muffed that. You know what I mean? Like Aaron Rodgers would have touched down, walked off, and played golf, and you know whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, and and we were talking about uh, some of these first timers, some of these young guys making really big plays. Travis Gibson actually stripped the ball, but for some reason he didn't pick it up. Goff recovered, and again th- overthrows his his main receiver. Uh, Raymond and we actually had an Eddie Goldman <laughs> sighting, but unfortunately it was offsides at fourth and one, um, and we saw the Lions kind of gain some momentum and gain confidence. But once again, uh, the Bears managed to stop the Lions on a fourth down because for some reason the Lions didn't go for that field goal, and uh, and the Bears end up getting the ball back and securing a victory. Um, like I said, this is probably why. The Bears were waiting so long to play Justin Fields because they wanted him to have a cake game. And uh, unfortunately for the Lions, this was definitely a cake game for the Bears, to me. Well, I mean, at the same time, before we knew who the starter was at the beginning of the season, we were saying it's going to be Andy Dalton until they play the Lions. We, we said, mm. at home, it'll be a nice cushion because the Lions suck. And it kind of proved its point. The Lions do <laughs> suck. Justin Fields was good at home. He had, you know, the crowd behind him. It was kind of a cushy win. Now, all right, kid, into the lines then. We're going to Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be a definitely interesting game. Um, You know, Vegas is really no joke. Um, We we see, I know the thing is with Vegas is that I know that their, their running back is injured right now, so that's something to look for. But, I mean, you got a tight end like Darren Waller. Um... He is probably one of the best, if not the best, tight end in the league, right behind Kelsey or right next to Kelsey, if you want to call him 1A and 1B. Um, So they do definitely have a strong team. And this is always going to be an interesting game for someone like Khalil Mack because I want to say this is either the second or third time that the Bears are going to be taking on the Raiders after the Khalil Mack trade. And they have gotten the best of us twice. Yes, they have. All right, so we're going to move on to the good, the bad, and the oh, wrong, wrong one there. Good, bad, and the ugly. All right, so for the good, what do you got? Um, the good, I'm gonna I'm gonna say the Bears' rushing attack. I mean, we we like I said, we saw that the offensive line was actually being able to move um, move the ball. Um, you know, the O line is actually creating some holes, and they seem to be doing well. Um, and they actually protected Justin Fields pretty well. I want to say there wasn't uh, there wasn't he didn't get nearly as dirty as he did last week with those nine sacks. That was that was awful. But um, I think that the line definitely improved a little bit. But you know when they go against different competition next week, it's going to be a different story. The one the one um, advantage that they have is that the Raiders don't play until the Monday night game against the Chargers, and that's going to be a hard fought divisional game. So maybe because of that short week, we'll be able to catch them off guard a little bit. But again, we do travel to Vegas for that game. Uh, for me, the good has got to be Justin Fields. The kid bounced back from an ugly performance last week. I know he had the handcuffs and, and the, uh, you know both on his hands and his feet last week. But this week he came out. He said he knew the playbook inside and out. He stayed up studying it. And he came out. And he really didn't make that many mistakes as for a rookie. The interception was not his fault. It was tipped. No, no, that's no, going to no. happen in the NFL oh, to anybody. Interception, yeah. Yeah, that's going to happen to anybody in the NFL. And uh, what do you have, like over 200 yards? So, I mean, he already had more yards this week than the Bears had in the last couple of games. So, that's my Yeah, I mean, opinion. I, I want to say for, for Justin Fields, it was it the first couple of, uh, <laughs> within the first like three throws, he already had more than he had for the whole uh, whole game last season, right. or last week. The whole Bears offense, right. Yeah. All right. E. I mean, what, what's your, yeah, go ahead. I'm, I'm going to let you take the bad. Oh, you take the bad? Oh, go ahead. the What's bad, the bad. Well, the bad for me, 
it, it's it's got to be that Nagy feels really bad that he can't use his Denim venue anymore. That's the bad news for Matt Nagy. Uh, the laser show pew pew is on full effect. So uh, Matt Nagy, be a team builder, be a rah rah dude. Um, throw your red flags when you when you can to not get them right and um, step aside, bro. I mean, the bad for me is is David Montgomery's injury. Um, to see him, and again, if it, if his injury was so bad that they wouldn't show it on TV, I mean, we saw we saw Dak Prescott's leg hanging last year. You know what I mean? So the fact that we did not see the David Montgomery injury makes me think this is a bad knee injury. It's very concerning to me, yep. um, and because this is going to be your second. If, if let's say uh, you know, uh, if we're being honest, whenever we see knee injuries or, or hear about injuries, we know that it's more than likely going to be that ACL. Right. Um, the same thing that happened with Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow got his whole knee blown out. And the same thing that happened with Tariq Cohen last season. And the fear is that your number one running back is not going to be available next week when you do, again, face the Raiders. So that's going to be the bad for me because we just really don't know how bad this injury is and what the injury is yet. Now, I like Williams, but as a bruiser, he's not that guy. So I'm no, hoping he's that more of a finesse guy. You need to be, he's going to have to step in, and I hope that he can actually fill some of that role. Right, so now now you got to change your scheme and as far as running. You're not going to be running up the middle as much with him because he's not a bruiser, as you said. Um, that is my ugly. That is not my bad. That is my ugly because if they can't show that on TV and we've seen, we seen some gruesome injuries on TV, whether it's Paul George, where it's Rob Ventura, where it's, you know, like you said, that Prescott, you know, Burrow. There's been some really ugly ones where you see ankles and um, hands not in the right direction. So... If they can't show it on TV, it must have been a really disgusting one. So that's my ugly. Yeah. My my ugly is going to go back to last week's performance against the Browns because if they had the capability to do what they did today and even look, you know, competent, yes, the Browns are a better team. Yes, the Browns yeah. are probably going to be a Super Bowl contender. It was look, But, I mean, how bad and ugly that was last week. Um, and, and to see them recover was great, but it just shows how incompetent the play calling was last week. And my fear is that going forward when they have to face different competition, that they might revert back to what they did previously. So to me, when I look at the comparison, yes, it was, like I said, it was nice to see them recover. But unfortunately, in the long run, this is more the exception and not the rule when you see them have nice, clean games. I mean, yeah, the interception... Um, the fumble by Fields that he somehow recovered himself was great. But overall, I mean, that is my fear. So that's going to be my ugly for this. All right. All right. So let's uh, let's now preview next week's game against the Raiders. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, the, the thing is with the Raiders is that we don't know if they're going to be at full strength right now. They are 3-0, and but they play the Monday night game against the Chargers, which is going to be a hard-fought divisional team. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's... It's going to be interesting to see how healthy they come out. Josh Jacobs might not be playing for them. I'm pretty sure he's going to be out for the Raiders, and that's the play, that's the player that they got with the pick that they uh, uh, received for Khalil Mack, and he tore us up last time. So I, I like the matchup, but again, I really just don't know. My fear is that with a better team, like I said, right now Vegas is 3-0. They're playing really well, um, but I fear that all, a lot of these road games, like I said before, the Bears have the alternating schedule home and away. There's no two home or new to, no two right. away games consecutively. So with the away games, they're they're definitely going to be under the under the uh, under a lot of more pressure. 
Um, so, yeah, well, I, I don't know. Yeah, I know. This but- is the first time in forever that the Bears have actually scored over 20 points, and I don't see them doing it next week. I, you know I think what? That they might, Here's I think the- might, they might be able to get 17, but I, I feel it's going to be like a 17-28. Here's the thing about the, the Raiders. Uh, their first game, they won 33-27 against the Ravens. The Ravens mm-hmm. have a good offense, but their defense is garbage. Uh, you got the Raiders versus the Steelers. The Steelers are not looking good. 26-17. Um, then you had the Raiders versus the Dolphins. The Dolphins are an up-and-coming team, but they're, again, they're missing pieces left and right on, on oh. both sides of the field. That was a 31-28. So you can put up points on, on the Raiders. The problem is, can you yeah, outscore but, but, them? And I don't think the Bears can yeah. outscore them. They can't go into the a Bears- match. You is the, you know, the proverbial, the imperial you, you know what I mean? The, the, as a public you, not the you, hey, you Chicago Bears, you can score points on a consistent basis. I mean, the fact that they, you notice that all three of their, their uh, touchdowns did come on the run, you know what I mean? So that's the, that's one of the things that I come back to is that if Montgomery is not there, two of your touchdowns today in your 24 to 14 win came from that player that's not going to be there next week. If, if The way that they put this up there. Now, if, if by hook or by crook, they you know put a shot in his knee or give him a artificial knee or a robot leg or whatever they do next week, uh, and he's out there somehow, I don't believe that he'll be out there. But if he is out there somehow, then I'll feel a lot more confident that they can score more points. But, you know, they had a very balanced attack today. We saw a couple of throws downfield, which was impressive. We saw some short passes. They are still not utilizing the tight ends at all. Mm-hmm. Um, protection was a little bit better. We, we saw them, uh, you know, be able to hold up that line a little bit longer. But again, without your main rushing attack, I'm fearful that they can score the points that they're going to need to win that game. So your score, what was your score again? My score is going to be 28-17. Raiders. I'm gonna go 28-14. I think we just put up two touchdowns. So 28-14, yeah, 28-17. I think it's a loss. I mean, I know we agreed that this, yeah. last, this week was gonna be a loss, but it was a good surprise that they won. Uh, but next week's firepower is way too much uh, versus what yeah. we played today. Well, I think even today we had a, we had a, such a low scoring game. I think what did you say, 10-9? Yeah, I did say. I said baseball score 10-9 yeah, I mean, because we didn't know who the yeah. quarterback was. That's true, too. That's true, too, because they did announce Justin Fields starting pretty late. Um, Andy Dalton, I, I don't think, you know, when we see a performance like this, like I said, it wasn't eye-popping numbers that, that the Bears had in this game. But, you know, we, we use the eye test over here. We know that the the Lions um, are not a good team. We can see that now they're 0-4. Dan Campbell can sit there and swear and get angry all he wants. But they're they're now an 0-4 and team. And the Bears are definitely better than that. But... I'm, again, I'm just so worried about Montgomery and what what he's going to be able to do. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, that's that's my main fear in this game. All right. Well, e, it's time to get out of here because uh, we have a busy Sunday of recording our regular show. That's right. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, don't forget, you can check out the uh, audio version of the show every Monday morning over on our Spotify page, True Chicago Sportsman Podcast. Just go ahead and go over there. Spotify and every other streaming platform, your platform of choice, go over there and give us a review. Five stars, please, if you like our show. And don't forget to uh, check out the regular podcast, True Chicago Sportsman Podcast, is available every Tuesday morning. We hit every topic under the sun for all of your Chicago sports needs. 
A big thank you to our sponsors, 606 Media, True Chicago Sports Fans, ACSI, and Grit Clothing Company. Don't forget to go to gritclothingco.com and get your official TCSF podcast t-shirt. Search for keyword True Chicago and use our promo code TRUEFAN15 at checkout for 15% off of your entire order. That's TRUEFAN15. Go and get your shirts right now. Right now. And don't forget to check out our friends over at ACSI.tech and check out the career section to start an exciting new career in the communications industry. Go to ACSI.tech. That's ACSI.tech and click on careers to apply today. All right. Don't forget to check us out on social media. You can find us at True Shy Fans on Twitter and on Instagram. Is uh, Our Instagram is True Chicago Sports Fans. Don't uh, forget to check out the full show, like I said, every Tuesday morning. All right, y'all. For Big Z, this is E-Rock. We'll see you next week when the Bears travel to Vegas to face Derek Carr and the Raiders. Until then, be good to each other. For the love of sports. Yeah, bear down, Chicago. Bear down, baby.